鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morseread. 欢迎您收听轻松调频美文阅读 m o t o Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天让我们一起来听英国科幻小说家亚瑟·克拉克的一句话，美国著名诗人罗伯特·弗罗斯特的一首诗歌《Into My Own》，进入自我。最后为大家选读的是中国现代作家郑振铎的散文《燕之去》。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 科学可以通过忽视宗教以及推翻其教义来摧毁宗教。据我所知，从来没有人证明过宙斯或雷神索尔的不存在。但他们现在几乎没有追随者了。亚瑟·克拉克。亚瑟·查尔斯·克拉克出生于1917年，英国科幻小说家，其科幻作品多以科学为依据。小说里的许多预测都已成现实，尤其是他的卫星通讯的描写，与实际发展惊人的一致。地球同步卫星轨道因此命名为克拉克轨道。他的作品包括《童年的终结》《月尘飘落》《来自天穹的声音》《2 0 0 1太空漫游》和《帝国大地》等。亚瑟·克拉克与艾萨克·阿西莫夫、罗伯特·海因莱因。并称为20世纪三大科幻小说家。2008年3月19日，克拉克在定居地斯里兰卡首都科伦坡的一家医院因呼吸系统并发症和心力衰竭去世，享年90岁。Science can destroy religion by ignoring it as well as by disproving its tenets. No one ever demonstrated, so far as I am aware, the non-existence of Zeus or Thor, but they have few followers now. Arthur Clarke. 科学可以通过忽视宗教以及推翻其教义来摧毁宗教。据我所知，从来没有人证明过宙斯或雷神索尔的不存在，但他们现在几乎没有追随者了。亚瑟·克拉克。
Into My Own by Robert Frost One of my wishes is that those dark trees, so old and firm they scarcely show the breeze, were not, as twere, the merest mask of gloom, but stretched away unto the edge of doom. I should not be withheld, but that some day into their vastness I should steal away, fearless of ever finding open land or highway where the slow wheel pours the sand. I do not see why I should e'er turn back, or those should not set forth upon my track. To overtake me, who should miss me here, and long to know if still I held them dear. They would not find me changed from him they knew, only more sure of all I thought was true.罗伯特·弗罗斯特我的心愿之一是那些黑色的树丛他们那样苍老坚定几乎密不透风不他们绝不仅仅是看上去的阴郁假面而是一直延伸直到那死亡的最后边缘我将不会被限制因为在某日我还将在他们的浩瀚无边中悄悄溜去我不畏惧空旷的陆地被一次次看见也不怕缓慢的车轮在大陆的泥沙中深陷我不清楚我为什么总是还要返回也不在意他们是否启程将我的足迹追随他们在这儿把我思念也很想知道我看待他们是否还亲切如前他们不会发现我和那个他们了解的我有什么变化只会更加觉得我是对的我思考的一切真实无疑我们刚刚听到的这首诗歌 Into My Own 进入自我出自美国著名诗人罗伯特·弗罗斯特 英文版本由Mark Griffiths为您朗读 中文版本由南海之声的主持人米亚牛为您朗诵由张琪翻译罗伯特·弗罗斯特于1874年出生于美国的旧金山 1963年去世 是20世纪最受欢迎的美国诗人之一 他晚年是美国的一个非官方的贵官诗人 
。在他75岁与85岁诞辰时，美国参议院做出决议，向他表示敬意。他在约翰·肯尼迪1961年的就职仪式上十分的引人注目，朗诵了他特地为这一场合写的诗篇《全才》。他的诗歌在形式上与传统诗歌相近，但不像浪漫派、唯美派诗人那样矫揉造作。他不追求外在的美。他的诗往往以描写新英格兰的自然景色或风俗人情开始，渐渐进入哲理的境界。他的诗朴实无华，然而细致含蓄，耐人寻味。弗罗斯特也常被称为交替性的诗人，意指他处在传统诗歌和现代派诗歌交替的一个时期。他又被认为与托马斯·艾略特同为美国现代诗歌的两大中心。Into My Own, by Robert Frost. One of my wishes is that those dark trees, so old and firm, they scarcely show the breeze, were not, as twere, the merest mask of gloom, but stretched away unto the edge of doom. I should not be withheld, but that some day, into their vastness, I should steal away, fearless of ever finding open land or highway where the slow wheel pours the sand. I do not see why I should e'er turn back, or those. Should not set forth upon my track to overtake me. Who should miss me here, and long to know if still I held them dear? They would not find me changed from him they knew. Only more sure of all I thought was true. Easy FM. We are the difference. More to read. 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words. 郑振铎是中国现代著名的文学家、社会活动家、文物收藏家、鉴定家、考古学家、藏书家、景星学社社员，也是中国科学院的学部委员。他于1898年出生于浙江永嘉，原籍福建长乐，原名穆关，字景明，笔名西帝郭元新， 1 9 5 8年去世。社会活动家胡玉芝评价郑振铎是一个多面手
，不论在诗歌、戏曲、散文、美术、考古、历史方面，不论在创作和翻译方面，不论是介绍世界文学名著或整理民族文化遗产方面，都做出了平常一个人所很少能做到的那么多的贡献。好，那么在今天的节目中呢，我就为大家选读一篇由郑振铎所写的散文《燕之去》。由于时间关系，今天我们先来读这篇文章的上半部分。《燕之去》，郑振铎，《The Pleasures of Food and Wine》，by 郑振铎。虽然是冬天，天气却并不怎么冷，雨点淅淅沥沥的滴个不已，灰色云是弥漫着，火炉的火是熄下了。在这样的秋天式的天气中，生了火炉未免是过于预暖了。家里一个人也没有，他们都出外应酬去了，独自在这样的房里坐着，读书的兴趣也引不起。偶然的把早晨的日报翻着翻着，看看他的广告，忽然想起去看《Mary Widow》吧，于是独自的上了电车，到派克路跳下了。Although it was winter, the weather was not too cold. The rain dripped down, and the sky was overcast with grey clouds. The fire in the stove had died out. But on a day so much like autumn, it was too warm to relight it. There was not a single soul at home; they had all gone out to socialize. I sat by myself in the room and was unable to summon enough interest to read a book. I picked up the morning newspaper from time to time to look at the advertisement. Suddenly, it occurred to me that I could go to see Mary Widow. So I got on a tram and alighted at Park Road. 在黑漆的影戏院中，乐队悠扬地奏着乐。白幕上的黑影，坐着，立着，追着，哭着，笑着，愁着，怒着，恋着，失望着，决斗着。那还不是那一套，他们写了又写，演了又演的那一套故事。但至少我是把一句话记住在心上了。有多少次我是饿着肚子从晚餐席上跑开了？这是一句俊妙无比的名句，借来形容我们宴会无虚日的交际社会，真是很确切的。Inside the dark theater, the band played melodiously. As the shadows on the white screen sat, stood, hurried. Cried, laughed, grieved, raged, loved, despaired, and duelled. It was the same thing all over again. The same story that they had written and rewritten, performed and reperformed time and again. But at least one line from the film stood out in my memory. Who knows how many times I have walked away from dinner table with an empty stomach? This is an extremely witty observation, one that can be used to describe accurately this society of ours, where not a single day passes without a dinner party. 每一个商人，每一个官僚，每一个略略交际广了些的人。
差不多，他们的每一个黄昏都是消磨在酒楼菜馆之中的。有的时候，一个黄昏要赶着去赴三四处的宴会。这些忙碌的交际者真是妓女一样，在这里坐一坐就走开了，又赶到另一个地方去了。在那一个地方，又只略坐一坐，又赶到再一个地方去了。他们的肚子定是不会饱的，我想。有几个这样的交际者，当酒阑灯谢，应酬完毕之后，定是回到家中，叫底下人烧了稀饭来堆补空肠的。Every businessman, every bureaucrat, and everyone who has a somewhat extended social circle can be seen every evening frittering away their time in a restaurant or a hotel. Sometimes one has to go to three or four parties in one night. In truth, people who have such a busy social schedule live like prostitutes. They arrive at one place, sit for a while, and then leave in a hurry to go to a different place. There, they again sit down for a while before moving on to the next. Their stomachs are never full. I think there are quite a few of these socialites who, at the end of their socializing, when the last drop of wine is drunk and the lamp has been dimmed. Return home only to fill up on rice gruel. They have their servants prepare for them. 我们在广漠繁华的上海，简直是一个村气十足的乡下人。我们住的是乡下，到上海去一趟是不容易的。我们过的是乡间的生活，一月中难得有几个黄昏是在应酬场中度过的。有许多人也许要说我们是孤介，那是很清高的一个名词。但我们实在不是如此，我们不过是不惯蒸逐于酒肉之场，始终保持着不大见世面的乡下人的色彩而已。Compared to large, prosperous Shanghai, we pretty much amount to provincial country bumpkins. As we live in the country, it is no easy undertaking for us to go to Shanghai. We lead the lives of country people. And it is indeed rare to find us spending more than a few evenings a month socializing. Many people may say that we are high-minded, but that is too lofty a word for us. Indeed, we are not like that at all. We are simply not used to a life of whining and dining, and therefore maintain our uncouth, rustic ways. 偶然的有几次，承一两个朋友的好意，邀请我们去赴宴。在座的至多只有三四个熟人，那一半生客还要主人介绍或自己去请教尊姓大名，或交换名片，把应有的初见面的应酬的话讷讷的说完了之后，便默默的相对无言了。说的话都不是有着落，都不是从心里发出的，泛泛的是几个音声，由喉咙头溜到口外的而已。过后，自己想起那样的敷衍的对话，未免要为之失效。如此的，说是一个黄昏在繁灯絮语之宴席上度过了，然而那是如何没有生趣的一个黄昏呢、啊、？Thanks to the good intentions of our friends, we're invited to parties from time to time. We find at most only three or four familiar faces, and the rest are all strangers. 
We either wait for the host to introduce us or ask each other's names and exchange name cards on our own. After we stammer through the pleasantries required in a first meeting, we fall silent, not knowing what else to say. Would we manage to come up with sounds vacuous? And not a single word comes straight from the heart. Feeble noises, having slipped through our throats, come out of our mouths. And when we think afterward of the perfunctory way in which we carried on these conversations, we cannot help but laugh. An evening thus can go by among the dazzling lights and senseless exchanges of a party. But what a lifeless evening! 有几次，席上的生客太多了，除了主人之外，没有一个是认识的。请教了姓名之后，也随即忘记了。除了和主人说几句话之外，简直的无从和他们谈起。不晓得他们是什么行业，不晓得他们是什么性质的人，有话在口头，也不敢随意的高谈起来。那一席宴真是如坐针毡，精美的羹菜一碗碗的捧上来，也不知是什么味儿。终于忍不住了，只好向主人撒一个谎。说身体不大好过，或说是还有应酬，一定要去的。如果在谣言很多的这几天，当然是更好托辞了。说我怕戒严提早，要被留在华界之外。虽然这是无礼貌的，不大应该的。虽然主人是照例的殷勤的留着，然而我却不顾一切的不得不走了。这个黄昏实在是太难挨得过去了。回到家里以后，卖了一碗稀饭，即使只有一小盏萝卜干下稀饭，反而觉得舒畅有意味。Quite a few times, there have been simply too many strangers at these parties, and I have not known anyone but the host. I have even forgotten the names of people I talked with right after I asked. After a few words with the host, there was nothing I could talk to anyone about. I had no idea what work they did or what kind of people they were. Even if I had things to say, I would not have dared express my opinions without reserve. During some parties, I have sat on needles throughout the entire evening. Calls after calls of sumptuous food had been brought to the table, but I could hardly taste them. At last, I have not been able to stand it any longer. And lying to my host, have said that I was not feeling well, or still had to go to another party, or some such thing. During the last few days, rumors have run amok, and I have had a better excuse. I have been able to say that there might be an early curfew, and that I might not be able to get back to the Chinese settlement. Although this is rude and improper. And although my hosts, as expected, have sincerely tried to make me stay, I have pushed aside all other considerations and insisted on leaving. It is no easy task to survive an evening like this. After I get home, I get myself a bowl of rice gruel, and even though there may only be a small plate of dried turnips, I find it relaxing and much to my taste to eat like that. 如果有什么有人做喜事或寿事，在某某花园、某某旅社的大厅里大张旗鼓的宴客，不信我们是被邀请了，更不信我们是太熟的友人，不能不到
，也不能道完了喜或拜完了寿，立刻就托辞溜走的。于是，这又是一个可怕的黄昏。长长的张大了两眼，在寻找熟人，好容易找到了，一定要紧紧的和他们挤在一起，不敢失散。到了坐席时，便至少有两三人在一块儿可以谈谈了。不至于一个人独自的局促在一群生面孔的人当中，惶恐而且空虚。当我们两三人在津津的谈着自己的事时，偶然抬起眼来看着对面的一个坐客，他是凄然无履的坐着，大家酒杯举了，他也举着，菜来了，一个人说请请，同时把牙柱伸到旁边，他也说请请。也同样的把牙柱伸出，除了吃菜之外，他没有目的。菜完了，他便局促的独坐着。我们见了他，总要带他难过。然而他终于能够中了席，方才起身离座。For weddings and birthdays, our friends may decide to host an extravagant feast in a certain garden or in the great hall of a certain hotel. We may be unfortunate enough to be invited. And more unfortunately still, there may be such close friends that we cannot decline. It would not do simply to show up, offer our congratulations and good wishes, and muttering some excuse, make ourselves scarce. Hence, another intolerable evening. Very often, we keep our eyes wide open to search for friends, and when our hard work pays off. We stick closely by them and don't dare lose sight of each other. When the time comes to sit down, the few of us can at least have each other to talk to, and we won't have to be loners sitting uncomfortably among a pack of strangers, feeling anxious and abandoned. When the few of us are absorbed into our own conversations, we look up every now and then at the person across the table from us. He sits there forlornly, alone. When we raise our cups, he raises his too. When the food comes, one of us will say, "Please, please help yourselves," at the same time reaching out our chopsticks to the plate. The man too will say, "Please, please help yourselves," and reach out his chopsticks. There is nothing for him to do but eat. When the food is gone. He can only sit there by himself, fidgeting. We cannot help feeling sorry for him when we see that, but he is still obliged to hang around until the feast is finally over, and he can stand up to leave. 宴会之趣味如果仅是这样的，那么我们将咒诅那第一个发明请客的人。喝酒的趣味如果仅是这样的。那么，我们也将打倒杜康与尼奥迪修士了。然而，有的宴会却幸而并不是这样的。我们也还有别的可以引起喝酒的趣味的环境。If the pleasures of dinner parties were nothing more than this, then we should curse the first person who came up with the idea of throwing parties. And if the joy of drinking were merely thus. Then we should pull Dukan and Dionysus down from their exalted positions. Fortunately, however, some dinner parties are not like these, and there are other circumstances conducive to the pleasure of drinking.
感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站 radio.cgtn.com。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。